So we're starting uh, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. It's about ten lines up on the on Daf uh, on Daf uh, Yud Amud Beis. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi pasach lapiskal abarshes This is his intro for the discussion of of Megillah. Just like God rejoiced to do good to you. So too, when you're bad, he will make, uh, he will be joyous to do bad. Now, how can that be? Even if they're Rishayim, and bad, God is never happy when a Russia is destroyed. Um, when going out uh, in battle, uh, we we just say, Hashem, praise be God for His mercy is or kind, His kindness is forever." Why did leave out normally when we say Hashem, We say Hashem Kitov. Where's the Kitov here? The answer is, He's not happy. He's not in joy when he has to destroy the Rishayim. That's referring to the angels. They wanted to come together to sing about the destruction of the Egyptians. My, my creation is, is being drowning in sea. And you're singing? It's not appropriate for you to sing. Amr Abelazar, who ain't us? You're right. He does not. He does not take joy in the destruction, even of evil people. Aval but he understands that the people who who were subjected to the pain and suffering at the hands of these people, they are happy and they are glad to see that they're safe, and that's what he means. He makes them happy. So that's the words. Yasis means to others. That he himself is happy. Okay, that's the bottom line. We should not be joyful either in the destruction of the, generally, we should take after God, but when the, when we suffered from them, it's a little different. That's what God. That's what God's saying. There's a there is a natural thing that when for us, right? When we suffer from the hands of somebody, and then Hashem punishes them, there is a certain feeling of relief and joy, because and that's, of our that's why we fortune. did sing. Right, exactly, yeah. and that's why we did sing Shira. But. You're right. In general, and that's why there's so many people say that the reason why on on the by on the Pesach night we take some wine when we count the makos is to like sort of commemorate and recognize that there was people who suffered from this, and like we have to have the our emotions tempered by recognizing that it's not great that they had to suffer that way, but then they got them these terrible makos. But we're still thankful for it. So it's a combina- It's a mixture of emotions. Okay. Next, Rabbi Abba Barkana Pasukla Piskala Pashtamiach, another source, another pasuk. Adam Shetovla Fanov Nasakma Vidas to the person that that it's good, uh, Hashem gives wisdom and knowledge. Visimcha and joy. Zeh, who is that? None other than Mordechai Sadik. And to the sinner, God gave him the idea to start gathering all the way to give to Mordechai. And that's the Haman. is the tough to give to the good person before God. Because who took over the house and all the wealth, the tremendous wealth of Haman? He was in charge of the house. So that's what happened. 
Next one, Rabbi Bar Ofron, another source. I placed my throne in Elam. Elam is Shushan, by the way. And I got rid of a king and officers there. That the king is the granddaughter of Nebuchadnezzar, who is killed. And Vesarim, who is that? That's a Haman. This is the officers, Haman and his ten sons. Now, Rav Dimir, who were also hung, as we know. Rav Dimir, Yitzchuk, Paschal, Epitzchal, Ha'eparsh, another source. Pasuk says, in Ezra, Ke'avadu Menachno, we are servants. And in our service, God never left us. And he gave kindness to the kings of Persia to allow us to build the, the second base of Mikdash. That was Hashem, was the Chesed Lefni Malchi Paras, that in the time of Haman, uh, we, were, we were spared. Okay, Rebbe Chenina Bar Papa Pesach Another source. So you know that we were we went through fire and water. What was the fire and water? That was uh, as we know he threw um, he threw Hananya Mishol into the Kibshon Eish. That's one, and that was the fire of Paro. That was in the water when we passed through the water and we went through the water and we made it for, to the other side. But Lorvaya, what does that mean? And then we came out, you know, uh, to to comfort Haman. That was in the times of Haman that even though we were in a pretty tight situation, we ended up victorious. Okay, Rabbi Yochanan Pasuk Lapiskol Another source. When is it that Hashem, Hashem remembered His kindness, okay, and, and faith to the house of Israel? All the nations of the world saw the salvation of Hashem. What is that? Because that's what happened. If you pay attention to the story, remember, Achshverosh was king over the entire civilized world. So, and at that time, um, and everyone knew about the events of what happened, that, and that, that the Jews were spared, and it's the miraculous events. And therefore, everyone realized that Hashem took care of his, the Jewish people. Another Pasuk, Ari Nohem Vidov Shokek. Moshe Rasha Al Am Dal. What happened? Ari Nohem, who's the lion that, uh, the lion growling, Zenevchanetzar, Harasha, who's compared to a lion, Dixiv Allah Arye Misovcho. He was compared to a lion always, okay? Dov Shokek, who's the bear? Zachishverish, that's referring to King Achishverish, who was similar to a bear, okay? Dixiv Bey, Va'aru Chiva, Achere Tinyana, the next. Uh, animal that came up, it looked like a bear. Okay, Vitani Rav Yosef, who's a bear? Parsim, the Persians are very similar to a bear in many ways. Many they have a lot of similarities to bears. Why? First of all, they eat and they drink like a bear. They they enjoy their food. Okay. Number two, they have nice stomachs like a bear. Okay. and they're hairy. Folk, okay, they have a lot of hair, hairy bodies, like a bear. It's a fascinating thing. If you ever go to the zoo, it's always fascinating. If you go to the zoo, the, the, the lion doesn't move. The tiger is sitting there, nothing. The bear, constantly always pacing. Moving, always, moving. always moving, amazing thing. That's ain't love menucha. They have no menucha. As I ran today, okay? They're just not happy with what they got. They always got to rabble rouse, do something. Ain't love menucha. Okay. Next one. Moshel, Russia, the Haman. That's referring to Haman. 
Okay, the the ruler Haman al Amdal on the on the poor nation. Who is that? Elusar. That's the Jewish people. Shem Dalim in the mitzvahs who were poor from mitzvahs. We weren't bathing as we should have. Now Rabbi Lazar Pasukol Pesach Lepashas Tamiach another source. Ba'atal Tayim Yimacham Mekare Uveshiflos Yadayim Yidlof Habayis. With laziness, that's when the roof caves in because you're not. Uh, you don't uh, batten down the hatches. You're mm-hmm. not protecting the house, okay? Um, and that's uh, that's where there's drips coming into the house. What does that mean? Because the Jewish people were lazy and weren't learning like they should. Made in a sense, God weak that He couldn't protect us, okay? Who's the Makara? That's God. He's the one who controls things, and uh, that's. The source, okay, and that's why we were under the threat from Haman. We were at risk. Okay, next, Rav Nachman Yitzchak Pasol Pischa Parshas Another source, Yer Malos Lule Hashem Shayalanu. If not for Hashem being with us, Yomer Nai Yisrael Lule Hashem Shayalanu Bekum Aleinu Adam. When a man came upon us, now who's? That's very strange. Normally, when we are under threat, it's not of an individual. It's a king or a, a nation or somebody who's trying to destroy us, right? Here it was just a man. What is that? Adam Lomelech? And who could that be? That must be Haman. Haman was not a king, and yet we are under tremendous threat, thanks to him. Okay. When there's increase of tzaddikim, everyone's happy. And when the Russia rules, everyone's groaning. That's when they were in control. Right, exactly. Rav another source. For who's a great nation that has God close to him? And that's the reference to, that was his intro. Uh, because the um, a fascinating thing, the, the, the Mepharshim explained over here, it's not Rashi, it doesn't say much, but um, that one of the things that, that Haman said is that, oh, they're they're spread out, God has left them, he's not interested in them, and they were saying, no, not true. Hashem is Krovim, whenever we call out, he's right there to listen to us. Okay. Fascinating that uh, we, you know, just like what happened in Egypt, that an entire nation Un, 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 unheard of situation that an entire nation would would leave from under the grip of another nation. Same exact thing happened over here in Kalos Bavel, that the whole events of Purim brought about that the Jewish people went back to Eretz Yisrael. Fascinating, interesting parallel. Okay, moving on to the next sentence. Okay, Oy vey is in other words. Okay, woe to what happened. And we were given over to be slaves and, and maidservants. Now, what does that mean? I didn't um, say they're, dis- they're disgusting in the time of the Greeks. I didn't say it's horrible. Be made Nebuchadnezzar in the time of Nebuchadnezzar, to destroy them, because that was the risk, the danger was to, to be wiped out. To deny my covenant with him, we may perceive him in the times of the Persians. Why can't we make That's in the time of the ultimate battle in the. I don't know when. Okay, now? 
Who knows? Okay. But my sister, in the in the in the brisa, we see loma astim bimei kastim. That's in the times of the Babylonians. Shemati lahem Daniel. There was Daniel in the time. Chananim Mishol Vazar. You had some leaders, some great people in the time of 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 above of Golus Bavel. Okay. Vlo gealtim. Who is that? Bimei Yivanim. Shemati lahem Shimon Atzadik. We had a Shimon Atzadik in the time of the Greeks that was leading us. Vechashmonoi Yivanim. We had the Chashmonoim and their sons. Matasia, Matasio. We always had we had a Mordechai and Esther in the time of Haman, and Lava Bizitam Bime Parsim in the Persian Shemati Lemshal Bis Rebbe. We had leaders of Reb Reb Yudha Nasi Uvachmedoris and the wise men of the generations. That's in the future. That in the future we will, there will be no nation uh, that will be able to rule over us. Okay, Rebbe Levi Amar. If you don't inherit the, the dwellers of the land, then it'll be, uh, it's going to be bad for you. Uh, um, okay, It's going to happen to you. Now, his name is Achashverosh. Okay, Achashverosh. So we just did Vahib, Bimei. Now up to the third word in the Megillah, Achashverosh. Amarav Achiv Shalrosh. Uvengilo Shalrosh. He's uh, the brother and the 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 connect the connection. The Ben Gilo is like a, somebody who's like born in the same the same star, meaning very similar in personality in persona to the Rosh. Meaning Akav Shal Rosh, Akav Shal Nevuchanetzar Rasha. He was a pair. He was a. He was like a brother uh, to Nevuchanetzar. Shenikra Rosh, who was called Rosh. Shenema Antu Reisha Didav. You're the head of gold. Ben Gilo Shal Rosh, who Harag. Because uh, Nebuchadnezzar killed, who Bikishlarok and Achishverosh sought to kill, who Hakriv he destroyed, who Bikishlarok and Achishverosh also sought to destroy. Shenember Machs Achishverosh in the Pasuk in Ezra says that in the kingdom of Achishverosh, Betchitz Machus in the beginning of his kingdom, the people that were the Jewish people that were living in in Yehuda and Yerushalayim, he wrote a negative report on them that you know to be mean to them. So he wanted to. Destroy. Okay. Ushmol Amar, the name Achishverosh is Shahosh group and Amshal Yisrael Biyamov. Kishulik there, the faces of the Jewish people came black like the bottom of a pot. That's what Achishverosh means, like black. Okay. Rabbi Yochanan Amar Kosh Zochro, anybody who thinks of him, Amar Ach Lerosho, my head hurts thinking about Achishverosh. Okay. Ach is like Oi and Rosh to my head. Okay. Everybody got poor and why? He was a big fan of high taxation. He gave a lot of taxes. He was a big collector of taxes. Who Achashverosh? So it says, Why do you say? We said it's Achashverosh. The answer is, Who Berisho? He was stayed in his evil ways. Don't think he became better. Later on, he maintained it was it was always bad. Okay, who Asaf? He said Asaf also have that expression. Who berishim mitchalasim atzofa? Who dasan aviram? Him berishim mitchalasim atzofa. Both they they remained dasan aviram throughout. No changes. Who Melach Achaz? Who berishim mitchalasim atzofa? Also bad king. Avram, and it's not only in bad, it's in good. Avram, who Avram, who bitzitko mitchalas v'atzof, he was always righteous. Who Aaron and Moshe, him bitzitko mitchalas v'atzof, and they were righteous through and through, throughout. The David, who hakatan, David, he is the youngest, who bekatnuso mitchalas v'atzof, he remained in his modest, in his 
humble ways from beginning to end, even when he was the king. Just like when he was young, he always put himself on a lower stature than those that are greater than him. So even when he was king, he always deferred to someone who was greater in wisdom than him. So it says that he is king. He didn't inherit his kingdom. He took on the kingdom. Okay? Some say it is a positive way, and some say it in a negative way. The positive way is there was no one who was more worthy to be king, and therefore, on his own merit, he became king. That's one. He really wasn't fit to be king. And he, he bribed the right people to get the decision. Okay, with the right amount of money, the right places, you can get. It's amazing what you can accomplish. They come, and that's how he got the position. So he was king from. Hodu till Kush. Okay, Kush is Africa. Hodu is India. India to Africa. Now, Rav Shmuel Chadam, it's Machlok is Rav Shmuel Chadam, or Hodu Besof Olam. The Kush Besof Olam. One says that they're on two ends of the world. And they ruled over the, the entire world. They're right next to each other. Just like they're right there. Um, and he so also ruled on the entire world. He ruled from Tivsach Taza. Now, what does that mean? Two ends of the earth, and basically everywhere. They're right there. Again, same idea. Now, Shiva. Sheva uh, Seven and twenty and a hundred countries. Amar one seven twenty seven twenty and a hundred. It says it that way. So Amar First, when he first started, he ruled on seven. Then he increased his rulership over twenty countries. And then a hundred countries. Um, so the Gemara says that's what you're going to say. Alameata ushnei chay amram sheva ushloshim umashana. Is that also true? He was first seven, and then he was thirty, and then he was hundred. What does that mean? It doesn't fit in. My derash to be. So the answer is shaniyachad the kreiseru. There's no reason to list the, the medinos. Why are we listing it? Miichdi. Didn't we just say tixim mihotavat kush? So we know. Count how many up. Who cares how many? Right. So sheva esrim mei medina lamali shramino lejrasha to tell you how he developed his. In his rulership over more and more areas. So now, he, was, he was only 100 countries in the end? That's 127. 127. 127 countries. Well, 20 and 100. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, but... Uh, he I don't started think. with 7. He became more wealthy by the 20. It could be it was an additional 20 right. and then an additional 100. Possibly. Several continents. Okay, next. Tan Rabbanan, the Rabbis, on Shoshamachu Bikipa. There were three people who, ki- who ruled over the entire civilized earth, okay? Meloin Achav, that's Achav, the king of Yisrael, Vachashverosh, Venuvchadnetzar. That's it. Now, Achav Dixiv, Chayashem Alokechem, Yishgoyu Mamlacha, when he was seeking out 
Eliyahu, he checked the entire earth. Okay? Now, how can he control what's going on anywhere? The fact is, is that they felt beholden to do whatever he said. So that means that he had authority over all those other countries. If he wasn't like more important and had control over them, how can he force them to do his will? Okay. If there was any nation that won't give their neck in the yoke of the king of Babel. So basically they all had to give you know, so show their subservience to the king of Babel. And that's what we said. Now, by the way, Tosa says the question, what about Alexander? Um, the answer is, um, we, we're only talking from text, text base. Okay? Oh. Not after, after this, uh, there, there was no uh, sources on that. Okay. Yes? I think I remember seeing somewhere there was a chart that said Hashverosh was actually... Uh, Descendant of uh, somehow this, like a grandson of uh, Nebuchadnezzar. No, he Vashti. married the granddaughter. He married Vashti. Married Vashti, Vashti. right? Vashti, Vashti, Vashti was the granddaughter. And also, another thing: if uh, Nebuchadnezzar already ruled over 120, why Ahasuerus uh, needed to conquer the kingdom? Something was lost in the middle. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't. He didn't take over the kingdom from Nebuchadnezzar. There was Persian kings before him that took over. And uh, then you know there was the, the, they didn't have the same authority. They That's what it sounds like. Split, uh, yeah, right. Once in, in once once Bubba lost. Once uh, Belshazzar was uh, died. Uh, we're going to get a little bit into a little bit of the history of how the kingdom left Bavel and ended up in the hand of Persia. Okay, so Shimon Shazdach. We have here some other people that seemingly belong on this list. What about Shlomo Melech? Shlomo ruled over the entire civilized world. Um, the Why answer is, we we'll see this psukim. Uh, no, not true. His kingdom didn't last by him because afterwards he uh, lost his position. I don't know if you remember the story where Ashmedai took over. So that's the question. So the Gemara says, oh, that he was king and then he lost it and he became a regular person. That he got back to his position. What are you going to say? The answer is, Shlomo is, is a whole different level. He was not only ruler of the entire civilized world, but he was also the ruler of the upper spheres and lower spheres. Even the demons were subservient to him. And this again, it's a pasuk that says it. He sat on the throne of Hashem. So anyway, but Sancheirev also ruled over the entire civilized world. Okay, why isn't he on the list? Is there any gods of this land? Who was able to save his land from me? I control everything. So Gemara says, you're right, except for one country, who he never, he never conquered Jerusalem. That's what happened in the end. He was the last of the cities that he was going to conquer was Yerushalayim. And he said, oh, we'll just sleep through the night. And then they never woke up, all the army. It was a bit. Sancherev. Sancherev. Okay. Uh, what about Deryavish? Okay, he sent a letter to all the nations, all the tongues, all the all that that lived in the entire world. Much peace to you. Okay, so didn't he have uh, rulership of the entire world? 
There were seven that he didn't have control. The Pasuk says, So there you go. He only had 120. He was missing seven. seven. There were seven not under his control. What about Korish? So says Korish, the king of Persia. All the kingdoms of the earth has God given me. So the Gemara says, that was just talk. Okay. He was talking big, but that wasn't uh, really, I mean, after all, right. Yeah, he said about himself that uh, God gave me everything, but uh, it was, okay, he exaggerated a bit. It's not the first time. It's not the first time. Okay. It was in those days, when the king sat. What does that mean? In the third of his in the third year of his reign. Now, what does that mean? He didn't feel comfortable in his position as ruler until the third year. Why? Amar, he said, everyone knew that there was a prophecy from Yerminyam that said that there's going to be seven years of exile and then God's going to redeem them and bring them back to Yerushalayim. And they were all nervous about it. And they said, Oh, maybe my kingdom is not going to last. There's a, like, so there's a problem here, okay? And what happened was, is Balshatzer made a calculation, and he messed up in his calculation. And sure enough, we know what happened to him. He died. He was killed that night, okay? Uh, that was the famous story of the writing on the wall, okay? But I'm better at math. I'm going to do the calculation in the 70 years. I'm not making a mistake. Now, what's the story? The Pesach says, When there's 70 years in Bavel, um, that's when I'm going to redeem you. Okay? It's to fill the destruction of Jerusalem, 70 years. Now, so, Nebuchadnezzar reigned for 45 years. Okay? It's a pretty long reign. The next king was 23 years. So that's 45 plus 23. And Baal had in two years of himself. And he says, oh, so 45 plus 23 plus 2, that's 70. Perfect. And therefore, Apigmani, he took out the Kalim of the Beis HaMikdash, the Beis HaMikdash, when he used them. And Nebuchadnezzar, so the Gemara says, wait a second, how do you know that Nebuchadnezzar rule, was ruler, was king for 45 years? Malach, how do you know that? He was king for 45 years, because we saw, uh, we learned elsewhere, Golu Bisheva, Golu Bishmona. We were exiled in the year seven, we were exiled in the year eight. Golu Bishmona, that's right, we were exiled, there was an exile in the 18th year, Golu that's right, and it was in the 19th year. So what is the seven? Golu Bisheva, Liki was Yoyakim. From when Yoyakim was captured, that's seven years later, we were, um, um, that's when there was the first exile. That's when Yoyachin was exiled. Which that seven is the eighth year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign. Okay, and it was also in the eighteenth. From when Yoyachin was captured, that was the next Golos. Golos That was when Sidkeo went to exile. Which was the nineteenth year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign. So we know that Sidkeo's initial exile was nineteen years in in Nebuchadnezzar's reign. The first year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign, he conquered Nineveh. The second year, he captured Yoyakim. 
and it was in the 37th year of the Golos of Yoyachin, Melch that's when the Evel Merodech, the king of Babel, became king, took over from Nebuchadnezzar. So if you do the math from the Golos Yoyachin, an additional 20, an additional um, 37 years, and then you work your way back to the uh, 8, that equals 45, okay? Um, and what did he do? And then when he became king, he took Yoyachin out of jail, and um, it, uh, uh, so you do the, the myth, you do 30, 33 plus 7, that's uh, 45 years, the Vuchanetzar, so he, that's how long the Vuchanetzar reigned. Vasarin Tasta Evlom Rodach, Gemar, we have a tradition that he was, Evlom Rodach was king for 23 years. So that's 45 plus 23. Um, now, Vitati Dide, and then the additional two of Belshazzar, Hoshivin, so that equals 70. Now, Omar, Hashtavadi Sulumifarki, if they didn't get redeemed yet, they're not getting redeemed anymore, it's 70 years. So now it's safe to use the Kalim of the Beis Amigdash for my own pleasure. And That's what Daniel said, uh, told him. You were on the king of the world, of heaven. You made yourself exalted. And from the Kalim of the Beis Amigdash, you took for yourself, you had brought before you. And sure enough, that very night, the king of Balvel, was killed. Uchsiv, who took over? Dar Yavish Mada Kabul Machusa Kivar Shinin Shisin Vitartin. So, so what happened? Uh, so that was uh, basically uh, sixty-two. Now, here's the story. Amar Iu Mita Tai. So this is Achashverosh talking. He made a mistake. I'm going to do calculation that I won't make a mistake. His mistake was, he's going to be to Bavel 70 years. Didn't say to the kingship of Bavel, meaning Nebuchadnezzar's reign. It says to Bavel. The Bavel Ksiv. My Bavel goes Bavel. It means when they were exiled. So there was. So the problem is, is that they started eight years early because the exile was in the eighth year of the reign of, of Nebuchadnezzar. So, uh, so, uh, so, so let's fill in the eight missing years. Okay? was king for one year. The five of Daryavish was before Achishverosh. The Korish. Daryavish and Korish together. Plus his two years. Ah, Shivan, that's now I got 70. Now for sure it's 70. Kim the Chazi, the Malu. Shivan, once he saw this is. Achishverosh uh, realized that okay, the seventies is low Ifrik and they weren't redeemed. They're not going to get redeemed anymore. The seventy years are up. The whole nevuah is false. I don't got to worry about it, and I'm happy. And that's when he actually made the party. Bring it on the kind. Sure enough, <coughs> they brought out the kelim of the base of Migdash, and Vishtamish Puni used them. What happened? That's what happened. The beginning of the end. Okay, but Satan, came the Satan, Firikid Benayim danced amongst them, Barugas Vashti, and the Rabashti getting killed, and that's exactly what happened. Problem is, is Vashapar Khashiv, what's wrong with his math? He did good. His math is right. What's the mistake? You know, he also made a mistake. 
it's not just the exile. There was an initial exile that happened, you're right, that year. But we have to measure from when Jerusalem was destroyed, when Sidkia was left. Okay? Because remember, the birth Sidkia. So, so if Sof Kamim's here, now how much was missing? Still, it's Chatzre. It's only 11 years less. Kama Balach, he was king. Achishverosh, our base are 14 years. But base of today, the base of The base should have been built in his 14th year. So Alamaksiv Badin Bitilas Avidas Besa Lakadi Bishalain. Samrava Shanamikutoshaba. The problem is, and this is I guess what they didn't realize is that the years were you know, they counted the years of the double. rain double because the king who was reigned for partial year gave him credit for that partial year, as if he was a rain for a whole year. And the other king, that was his first year. So the point is the partial years added overlap. on some years. Anytime there was an overlap, and that is the story. We'll continue with this tomorrow.